like so okay let's let's talk experts um level 43 mm-hmm. my first solo encounter with the dragon no conjuring whatsoever i was able to use potions and my bow uh, and and skill to kill him it was an mm-hmm. elder dragon that is level 43 was the first time i was able to solo a dragon with no help at all um Prior to that, any encounter with everything, I would always use followers and and summon my uh, Atronox. And well, look, I, I, for I, a I gave Lydia staff that summoned a Frost Atronox, and I would summon a Fire Atronox. So it would be four on one, basically. Right. Well, for a simpler example, the first dragon you encounter, very beginning of the game, if you're doing the the normal progression, and you go to White Run, you talk to the Earl, you go out to the tower with uh, Irleth, and you fight that first dragon, which is a regular dragon, pretty wimpy, not all that tough. On Expert, I basically spent the entire time hiding in the tower, sniping with my bow periodically when I wasn't getting beaten down to next to nothing by the breath, and hoping like hell that the guards would beat the crap out of it for me. <laughs> because because I, I, the first time I took breath from it, I went down to like you know this tiny little red bar that was left, and I had to hide in the tower and heal up. Yeah. I mean, the game is so much... It's a different game entirely. I've never picked so many plants and mushrooms in, in ever in any game. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm now at the point where every time I see a butterfly flying around, you know, previous games when I'm playing Ooh, on Adept, I see butterflies and I'm like, oh, they're too hard to catch. I will run around in circles trying to find butterfly wings because I know I can <laughs> use them with, my, with the flowers to create a health potion. Yep. I'm, I, I have so many potions that I actually make money off them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, you know, okay. Uh, here, here's a, a fortified two handed. Don't need that. <laughs> oh, wait, not, Lydia won't use them. I gave her potions and that, no, she doesn't drink she them. She won't use anything. The only thing, the only thing your companions will use are weapons and armor as best as I can tell. And you can enchant those things and that will help them. Right. But, but they won't use they it. They have potions. a bow. Yeah, if they have a starting bow like uh, Fandel, and you re- if you replace that bow with another bow, mm-hmm. uh, like a better bow, then he needs arrows to shoot. Otherwise, he runs out of arrows. Only his starter bow will give him infinite arrows. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, that's that was actually, a surprise. Speaking of arrows, that's another thing about Expert. Whenever I've played this game on Adapt, I have never run out of arrows. I mean, I always have more arrows than I can shake a stick at. <laughs> On Expert, I was running around, I can't remember which dungeon it was, I was running around against, I think it was Forsworn, when suddenly I was like, oh, I was at Kolskager Mine. And suddenly I'm like, oh my god, I'm out of arrows. <laughs> so yeah. all I did was hide in a corner while Lydia periodically beat the crap out of somebody and then went and took a knee. And I was crouching okay. in a corner, cowering, while she took a knee, then hammered, took a knee, then hammered, and I was like, okay, please kill the guy so that I can go steal his arrows. So let's let's put some context around this expert thing. So I I started Perip again, and I thought, okay, I'm going to play on Master because I've seen other people do it, and this will be fun. Um, in the very first uh, place that you go to, the the uh, the the uh, barrel over by Riverwood uh, with, with with the with the first claw that yeah. you get from the Riverwood Tavern. Bleak, uh, bleak wind barrow or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one, and it's it's, it's got it's got dragger in it, and it's got bandits in it. It's got dragger. I ran, I ran out of arrows. Bandits, regular in that bandits. One. Okay. Yeah, it's got regular stuff. bandits, regular dragger, and I think two or three restless dragger. Yeah. So on master, I ran out of arrows doing that, and what 
what I discovered uh, early on is that if you play Master, there are only a handful of specific gameplay strategies you can use to play the game well. Mm-hmm. And the more I researched it, the more I thought, this is grindy and boring. I don't want to do this. So I, I pushed it back to expert, and it was it's just the right level, balance between difficult and challenging. You have to manage your resources uh, and not grindy enough that it's it's boring. Right. Well, it's tactical um, as opposed to adept, where once you get to about level twenty something on adept, you can kill almost anything without trying very hard. Yeah, the, I can kill pretty much anything at level forty three now without trying too hard, but only because. I have 100 sneak, 100 archery. I stun and knock back enemies with each shot of the bow uh, with a 50% chance of doing critical damage. I have Lydia there to take the brunt of the force, and both of us can summon our own Atronox. Mm-hmm. That's why I can kill just about anything, including those the nasty stuff in the in the soul right, and, but and any depth, kind of dragon comforts. On a depth, what you'll do, and I, I did this when I was grinding a character level 78 to get the last dragon achievement, on Adept, you'll ditch your companion so that you can get all the experience. Well, they get in the way. <laughs> well, yes, but, but you'll you, also do you it to get them. the experience. On, on Expert, but, but, though, you can't ditch your companion. There have been a couple of times where I've lost Lydia because she's had trouble pathing to me. You know, I took a route over mm, a mountain that she couldn't follow. Find them. Well, what I do is I, I typically will do something like fast travel so that she'll find me. Yes, I'll just say, fine, I'm not doing this anymore, and I'll wait until she catches up. Or if she doesn't catch up, I fast travel to get her back. And unlike, oh, really? unlike the last playthrough I did on Adept, where, you know, eventually at some point she got in my way one too many times, I hit her with an arrow, I was like, oh, well, so what? This game, every time I've killed her, I've gone back on a save. Well, in, in previous games with Adept, I got to a point where I would accidentally shoot her in the back while sneaking, and she would just die from one arrow. Right. I've hit her in the back plenty of times in this expert playthrough, and she has not died. No, she's a uh, so tank. Well, I, I, had, I think around level 30, I lost her at one point during the Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, maybe level 38, and she just disappeared. And then I walked outside after clearing out the rest of that thing, and I had a new dragon soul. She had run off who knows where chasing down a dragon and killed it herself. <laughs> okay. And it oh. took, took her days to come back as well. <laughs> well, I didn't have quite that experience. The funny thing I had in a playthrough was the, the, sec- the second scripted dragon you hit the one where you go to Kynesgrove with Delphine? Yeah. Literally minutes after I kill that dragon, which I mostly did by hiding in a corner and shooting arrows while Delphine and Lydia pounded on it. Minutes after killing that dragon, I'm walking down the hill thinking, okay, I'm going to go to that inn over there. I'm going to sleep in a bed so that I get the well-rested bonus, and then I'm going to go do whatever the next quest is. And as I'm going to the stupid inn, a dragon spawns. (laughs) And I'm already out of potions because I've used all of them fighting the other dragon. Yeah. It, it's really something, isn't it? I mean, it, it, it becomes a tactical game. You have to plan things ahead of time. Yeah. Um, it's only now that I'm starting to feel like a level 30 adept, and that's a, that's a level 44, 45, I think. Um, and at this point, I've completed all of the main storylines. Mm-hmm. So that I'm just going to put Proop on ice until the next DLC comes out next year. Um and and play that through but but yeah i mean it's 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 a very different game and and so if if you know you remember there was all these discussions about how the game's unbalanced and it gets too easy when you hit level 30 yeah you, you stop playing adept <laughs> play on expert and you'll learn that it does not get easy at level 
Well, certainly not by the level I'm at, which is 23, and from what you're saying, 30s, it's not easy either. Well, let's take the Snowwell fight at the end of um, Dawn Guard. Yeah. Uh, in, in that, I, I was immediately detected, so I couldn't hide the entire fight. You know, and he's throwing frozen person after frozen person at you and making the, the roof fall down on you. And, yep. and there's gigantic ancient ice Antronach and... Um, it was it was crazy. I was using my best arrows with all of my potions, constantly boosting myself and just jumping around like a, a cat since I'm Khajiit around the room, trying to <laughs> stay hidden. Uh, and Serena is just cowering in a corner. She's completely beaten down. As yeah. it was it was insane. And you know that that one fight took me multiple tries, probably a half an hour plus of time to actually win it. On uh, on expert, it was it was insane. And compare that to the final vampire fight with her dad, with yeah. Serena's dad. That I could stand out in the open, just shooting with arrows, mm-hmm. uh, because there were so many other people in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know sh- that uh, like Serena would would raise something from the dead. So there was always something for the yep. for the vampire to, sh- to attack rather than me. Um, but in that snow elf fight, because Serena's gone and my magic's constantly low, and even when I summoned the uh, a fire at Trinoc, it would get taken out so quickly by all the ice magic. Well, I, it was just me versus them. Speaking of the way you play characters, too, one other thing I'll bring up is when I last played on Adept and played a sneak-type character, I didn't put any points into magic to speak of until I was fairly high level and grinding to try to get up to, like, level 78. Then I started putting points into magic just so that I could do it. This game, I've been put, I've been, I, I, it's got to be the most balanced character I've ever had. I have almost equal numbers of points in magicka, stamina, and health because you have to. You can't do it without doing that. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's let's look at the paths. So I have um, full sneak, full archery, and and those came without paying anybody money for them. I've just had to use them. Mm-hmm. My alchemy is really high. My destruction is middle. My conjuring is probably two-thirds complete. Uh, my light armor is probably about two-thirds complete mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I, I did take a deviation down the pickpocket path just so I could get 100-plus carry. Um, okay. So, you know, just to carry more. You know, because I've noticed in the latest patches, Lydia does have an actual carry limit. Ah. Um, so I can't just give her everything. <laughs> I, I actually have to carry some of the blood myself. Oh, and speaking of the patches, without some of the latest patches, the, playing on expert the way that we just described would be impossible because previously, when your your follower was attacked and yielded, they would kill her. They would kill Lydia anyway. Now, oh. when she yields, they leave her alone and come after you, which gives her time well, to recover. I, I, thought, I thought the companions could only be killed by you even previously. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, I hadn't thought... Okay. I thought every time I killed Lydia, for instance, it was because I shot her by accident. That's that's certainly quite possible because I've killed Lydia plenty of times by shooting her in the back as well. But the very first time I lost Lydia, uh, it was in a choke in a cave, and I was surrounded on all sides by uh, flame antronox. And mm. yeah, one of when when she yielded and I killed the flame antronox, it then exploded and she died. Ah. Uh, but but yeah, it, it's the later patches that that change the the priority of attack. That mm. when your follower has yielded, they will not. Kill her outright, okay. okay. Um, or him. 
so without that, Lydia would have died a long time ago in this expert playthrough. Well, yeah. I would have been chewing through companions like no tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I gave her a staff of uh, of of ice antronok or whatever it's called, cold antronok, and I had and I can summon I can summon a flame antronok. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are four of us together, and sometimes five of us, depending on the quest you're on. And if yeah. I could find a dog, it would be six. Potentially. Well, so, you, and that, you can, that's the you way you do it. You walk around dog. with an army. You can find a dog, but like one of my other characters, I can't remember whether, I think it was on the Xbox, it was on the PC, I could fix this. I found a dog, I had the dog companion, and when I wanted to hire a troll on the playthrough I was doing with Dawnguard, I couldn't get a troll because I theoretically had a dog companion, but the dog companion had forgotten how to find me something like 30 levels previously and was still off roaming somewhere in Skyrim. I had Shadowmere all of maybe half an hour of gameplay. I went and did the Civil War, and ah. Shadowmere went out to fight the soldiers attacking Whiterun and never came back. <laughs> He's probably still pathing his way to you. Who knows where he found <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you found the body? It's, 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 no, no, because that, that thing unloads once you're finished. Ah. That's a, a separate instance of Whiterun, the, the, the combat Whiterun. Oh, okay. Uh, so the body's just gone. It's just gone. Shadowmere is gone. So, so you know how a horse is like your invulnerable companion in in adept. They're mm-hmm. they're not an expert. They they do deal damage, and even the ones like Shadowmere who regenerate quickly, mm-hmm. they they get killed. Okay. So that that was a shame. Yeah, I haven't quite. I've I've just killed Grelod the Kind in my playthrough, so I'm expecting to get contacted by the assassins any pretty much any day now. <laughs> yeah. Assassin's story is still my favorite. <laughs> Although, you know, I was reading one of the pages about master playthroughs, and the guy I was reading said that the best way to play is to not join the assassins. It's to kill Astrid for her gear. If you're playing master. Is her gear better than the regular assassin gear? I guess so, but that seemed to be his suggestion. His suggestion was kill Astrid for her gear. I don't know if that makes sense, but that was what he was suggesting. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, because then you miss out on a whole bunch of really important quests to give you a lot of money and experience. Oh, I know. The, the, playthrough, the first playthrough I did on the Xbox, the one that I have my level 78 character, I killed Astrid, and then it was hell trying to raise money. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Uh, I, just, I was about to, to caution the whole idea of you know grinding out levels is something dangerous in Expert, because if you grind out levels... Just for the sake of going up levels, then your enemies get tougher and you yep. don't. Um, so one one thing I noticed that the majority of times I would level up, I would level up at the alchemy table and producing mm-hmm. potions because uh, I'd be, you know, two-thirds or near the end of the level and I would yep. create a whole bunch of potions, just go through all my ingredients to empty them out and, and free up weight, and then, bam, I've leveled up almost every time. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. I'm going back to Bree's home, emptying the satchel, making as many potions as I can, and then putting whatever's left back in the satchel. <laughs> I, I didn't even get Breezone for the longest time in this playthrough. I, 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 re, I really was, you know, whatever I'm carrying, then I'll just go sell all that stuff. Well, I carried, I got it so that I could store the dragon scale, because I'm figuring that I will eventually want to get smithing up high enough to be able to make the dragon scale light armor. Maybe. I haven't, I haven't got my smithing up high enough. It's a, it's a luxury that I can't afford. Uh, well, I pushed mine up to, El, to Elven stuff so that I could make Elven weapons and Elven arrows, mainly. So I haven't made yeah. Elven armor. I'm wearing the Thieves' Guild armor at the moment. But I 
pushed it up to Elven, figuring, okay, once I get enough material, I will craft myself Elven armor, which will probably be better than Thieves Guild armor, and then I'll have enchanting up. I haven't put any points into enchanting, but I've been, you know, enchanting stuff as weekly as I can. I figured I'd make Elven armor and then give it some crappy enchantments. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I, I mean, it makes sense. I'm still wearing a hodgepodge of... Thieves, Dark Brotherhood, Ancient of the Gods. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, yeah, just a mishmash of all that stuff. Um, because, like I said, you know, that's a luxury I can't afford to, to put points into to blacksmithing because then the, the enemies around me will get stronger. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of at the, my maximum damage output right now mm-hmm. anyway, so now would be the time to do it. But once you get to level you know, 43, 44 level grinding becomes a true grind and right. it's well, not fun. So do you, do you I won't be doing I that. Put, do you know why I put points into smithing? I put it in for one reason and one reason only. I was around level 19 or 20 and I still had this crappy hunting bow. I had not even, I had not found a better bow yet in what I was doing. So I still had this crappy fine hunting bow and all I, the only reason I put points into smithing was, okay, I need to put points into steel and then elven just so that I can make a freaking bow. That isn't yeah. completely a waste of time. No, I, I found all my weapons and armor and everything. It's all been collected through quests and, and exploring. And yeah, uh, it's, Although exploring it's is tough on Expert, too, because at least when I was lower level, I found that just doing the walk to Riften that I did, running across wildlife was hard. Running, I mean... Running across the occasional... Bears are still ne- tough. No, well, bears are still tough. But Sab- running- Saber tigers are bad, too. Well, necromancers are a pain in the ass. That's, that's, not, that's not wildlife. <laughs> no, but I consider them wildlife because they need to be exterminated. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, we were chatting on Skype about how deadly um, mages in general are. You know, someone who's shooting sparks at you or ice, ice bolts... They, they can really wreck your day because well, the, they don't have to aim. And well, they the can shoot bolts, faster than you can draw your bow. The ice bolts are bad enough. What's really bad is when they shoot that frost breath thing. Yeah, that the blast thing, and me. it just decimates you. When I see them do that, if I have a door near me that exits the area, I will try to outrun it. Just like that scene from... Uh, Oh, what was that, that stupid movie, the one where they outran the, the cold blast the was day after tomorrow? The day after tomorrow was it called? Yeah, the, the one where they ran yeah. really fast and outran the super cold blast. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Stupid, when, I, yeah. when I see them start that spell, I run for the exits. Yeah, the, the Forsworn are still the toughest thing in the game, like, consistently. Oh just my God, because. The Briarhearts. Oh my God, the Briarhearts. It, it's not just that. You know, often there'll be Hag Raven with them, and their minions are tougher than the regular mm-hmm. minions as well. So everything's just nasty, and there's so many of them. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're unbalanced, I think. They're, they were tough at Adept, and they're tough at Expert. It, it, it Unnecessarily so. It's like, okay, so these people who are essentially Nords, who call themselves the Force One, are somehow magically stronger than everybody else? No, thank you. The only saving benefit is that they're wearing utterly crappy armor. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but their weapons do a lot of damage. Yes, they do. But this is one of those playthroughs where, you know, you get hit with one arrow and you're wearing armor and you're down to a, you know, a, a, a tiny slither of health. Yeah. It's... Every time, at every level, at, mm-hmm. at every progression. Even even now at level 43, getting hit by anything is almost a death sentence. It's just not on. Getting hit twice, you're dead. Yeah, it's not like Adept. If you're an Adept 
and you're wearing armor that you put any points into at all. If you put points into either light armor or heavy armor, there was a point in time where I was grinding my level 7, the guy that I took to level 78, and I wanted to grind light armor up. So I put on a set of light armor, I think it was Dragon Scale, and I just stood in front of one of the Stormcloak, because I decided with the Imperials that game, Stormcloak Generals, the ones you can't kill, and I just stood there and let them pound on me to level up. And the hard part about it was I was trying to grind restoration up at the same time and almost couldn't do it because every time he hit me he did negligible damage basically i'd stand there read a book on my ipad and say oh well he's damaged me a bit i guess i'll press the button now but if yeah expert, you would not be able to do that in this place no. your, your restoration would not be fast enough no on expert it wouldn't keep up no you can't if you're going to do the grinding game you need to do it on a lower level so you know the companion's quest where the first one you go through and you get trapped in a, a little thing and then he turns into a werewolf, yes. blah, blah, blah. That mission I did somewhere in the mid-20s and, man, the companion would would cower in fear <laughs> after like one hit from anything and I was left by myself because I couldn't take Lydia with me. So it was instead of having a posse of four on one or, or four on four or whatever, it was it was me and my conjuration right. against them, and and I couldn't use the conjuring because I needed hands, to stay hidden. And those silver hands, even on adept at low levels, are pretty tough. Actually, the silver hands fell away really quickly for me. It was the he couldn't handle the dragger at all. Okay. So they they were just wrecking him, and I couldn't use my conjuring because I had to stay hidden. If mm-hmm. I were if I was found, then I would lose my two times bonus. Which you know, this you know, makes, I, I this makes get... me wonder if you're playing this kind of character. Now I haven't done it, and you haven't done it. But if you go up the illusion tree, there is a spell. I don't remember how far up, but there's a spell somewhere in the illusion tree that makes magic casting silent. Yeah, that would actually that would have helped, but it's really quite far up the illusion tree, so. Okay. It, it would have been a bunch of points. You wouldn't get there for a long time. It's a bunch of points you didn't want to spend. Well, like if if you could if you get the one that allows you to conjure two Atrinox and you get the silent spell casting and your sneak is up, then that would be as good as character as what I have now. Yeah. Um, except you wouldn't have to spend, you know shoot arrows constantly. Yeah. Uh, and like you were saying, they're running out of arrows. I and you've been you went down the path of actually making arrows. I wasn't yes. aware that you could make carries God, so I've, I've just been buying them. Um, no, that, that was added so in Dawn It doesn't matter. When they added the ability to craft crossbows and crossbow bolts, they added the ability to craft arrows. Maybe it was there before, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we had it at that time. You can bring in, for every one iron ingot and one firewood, I think it's one one, but numbers, I might be off on the numbers, but for every set of those that you bring to build arrows, you get 24 arrows. So if you want iron arrows... Iron ingot, firewood, 24 arrows. The equivalent elven material, you get elven arrows. So I figure once I get enough elven material, which I'm now going to go back to every smithing place I find, and I'm going to start buying those, I think it's moon, refined moonstone, and I don't remember the other thing, but there's two things you need plus firewood, and I'm going to start building myself elven arrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that, so I wasn't aware you could do that, so I just bought them. But but like I said, I, I went down getting that that perk that gives you gems galore. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I have plenty of money. There's nothing I can't buy. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I have more riches than the emperor, the dead emperor ever had. I could buy the empire, I think, at this point. <laughs> I could probably, and as you mentioned on Skype, buy the old Mary Dominion and tell them to go screw off. Yeah, I could just buy them as well and just unite them. Okay, you, we're all one now. I own you. 
<laughs> you, you could turn it into uh, sleeping dogs and decide that as the triad you're going to unify everybody. <laughs> I didn't play that game. <laughs> I've been playing it. It's it's kind of a cool game. Not nearly as good as, as Skyrim, but it's kind of a cool game. But be that well, as it may. Well, now that I've finally finished Dawn Garden, got back up to a sensible position of, of a character that isn't dead because of wildlife mods. Um, <laughs> I'm still bitter about that. Um, now I can go and play Dishonored <laughs> if my computer will stop crashing. And, I, and I'm pleased that you can play Dishonored because I've been waiting to talk to you about that game. So, <laughs> Well, it depends if I can get my computer to stop crashing or not. Yeah, well, um, all I can tell you is my Mac VM plays Dishonored just fine. Here's a little, here's a little Bethesda. Someone somewhere in the coding department <clears throat> made the graphics engine handle failure. Um, you know, I was trying to play Minecraft, and as soon as it broke, it broke in such a way that the game was completely dead. Mm. Um, basically, the graphics card driver in Windows 8 ends up resetting itself. Like, mm-hmm. it crashes and restarts itself. The DirectX 9 Bethesda engine in Skyrim reconnects to the graphics driver almost every time. Mm-hmm. So uh, the game becomes unplayable after that. I have to save and quit, but it gives me the chance to save and quit. Right. Um, but, you know, a game like Minecraft is just, just dying. <laughs> <laughs> which, so anyway, is funny which is funny because Minecraft's graphics are, you know, obviously kind of basic. Yeah, yeah, they're like using OpenGL 1.0 sort of stuff. It, it should be really simple, but they, they needed to handle that error that you've lost your graphics device. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, Skyrim handles it. So thumbs up to that developer. Thank you very much. Your your diligence on some Coke-fueled late-night programming session actually paid off for me. <laughs> well, I can, tell you, yeah. I can tell you from the standpoint, at least, of what I was doing on my VM playing Dishonored, it ran without, I think I got one crash over the 80-some-odd hours I played the game. I got one crash. So it seems to be pretty stable. <laughs> so anyway, I think that pretty much wraps up everything we needed to say. Yeah, so Hearthfire is a complete waste of time. <laughs> um, don't, don't bother. I mean, I'm not, I am not achievement hunting in, in these, either of these DLCs at all. Uh, I liked Dawn Guard, uh, apart from the really long stretches of linear tunnels. That was just mm-hmm. pointless. Uh, the storyline didn't make sense. The mm-hmm. characters didn't develop well. The the Lost Veil vale makes no sense whatsoever. I'm sure plenty of people would have found that Lost Veil vale by now. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so storyline and everything didn't make sense, but it was still fun to, to deal with vampires and, and whatnot. And um, I don't entirely understand how these vampires went out in the daytime all the time, and yet they still needed to block out the sun. Oh, did you ever block out the sun, by the way? Yeah, I did that once. It, it lasted yeah. for 24 hours. Yeah, that's really funny. You should never have a blood arrow at the sun. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I, I really liked that touch. As a, well, I got the achievement, yeah. though, for shooting a sun, one of the sun-hallowed arrows at the, at the sun. And I did it when there yeah. weren't any enemies around. I just did it because I was like, well, what's going to happen? So I was in Whiterun, middle of the day, and I shot one at the sun, and suddenly civilians everywhere are being flamed. <laughs> that was hilarious. I think I killed half the population around the uh, around the blacksmith because yeah, they were suddenly getting flamed. You know the storm call shout. Mm-hmm. That does not discriminate between friend and foe either. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I have killed Lydia many, many times with that thing, so I've just stopped using it. If I ever play solo in at Expert and I come across a big army, I'll use it. Well, I've, I've learned not to use Unrelenting Force unless Lydia's behind me because I've thrown her into walls one too many times. <laughs> that, speaking of throwing things off, off uh, ledges, the, the final fight with the Snow Elf um, when, he's, when we're out in the balcony in Dawnguard, mm-hmm. Uh, I shouted at him, and then my spectral guy shouted at him, and then I shot him with an arrow, and he fell off the edge, and that was the end of the fight. Quite anticlimactic. Yeah. It was, it's like, it's literally a no sort of moment. Because <laughs> I'll never know. Yeah. I, really, I, I need Dishonored's blink ability to go down into the chasm and check. <laughs> yeah, blink would be a really cool thing to bring into Skyrim, because that isn't just an awesome power. <laughs> but sometimes some games have mechanics that you just want in everything. Like Mirror's Edge parkour, I want that in every game. Uh-huh. <laughs> the ability to place blocks, I want that in every game. <laughs> Minecraft, you know. And Blink from Dishonored, I want that in every game. Okay, let's, let's wrap this up, James. All right, well, missed an episode? Need to subscribe to the iTunes feed? Want to join the Facebook group? Want to follow us on Twitter? Want to join the Steam group? Find all of these links and more at www.jaroper.com slash doomcast. That's T-H-U-U-M-C-A-S-T. So, we'll be back whenever we're back. Probably next time uh, the DLC comes out for a PC. <laughs> Hopefully that's the... How many DLCs do you think there'll be? I think one more, probably. I mean, it's already been, what, 13 months? It's 13 months now, so I got to figure one more is the max. I mean, this just the way these things play out, I mean, I don't know. You look, I liked the new DLC, but uh, I was reading the review that um, Justin McElroy did on Polygon. He, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't down on it exactly, but he was also not up on it. It was more like, okay, it's more Skyrim, and if you like Skyrim, that's cool, but, you know, it's more Skyrim. So I think the problem... Isn't that what you said about all the New Vegas DLC as well? Like, yeah. if you like New Vegas, then you'll like... <laughs> yeah, but I think the problem you get into is that games... There's so many games coming out now that by the time that, you know, if you're at the 14 or 15-month time span now... If new DLC comes out, what the point he was making, and this is not true of, of, of me certainly because I'm kind of obsessive about these games. I'm still playing Skyrim enough that I'm familiar with all the mechanics. But I'm if, sure most of our listeners are too. Right, but if you put the game down six months ago, I can rec- you know I can see because there was a point where I remember I was trying to show somebody Deus Ex: Human Revolution, and I had put the game down something like six months previously. And I was, I, I was at a party at our house, and I brought Deus Ex up, and I was going to show them how cool the game was. And I couldn't remember any of the systems. I couldn't remember how to hide. I couldn't remember what buttons were used for what. And I'm sitting there getting my ass kicked because I couldn't remember how to stealth. I couldn't remember how to do anything. So if you're in that position with Skyrim, yeah, I can see how the DLC might be kind of dull. Because if your first half hour is which button does what and how do I do anything, yeah, I can see how you might be disenchanted. You know, I've been thinking about this whole DLC thing too, and, and, and time is a big factor, and one of the promises of MMO RPGs would be that you could release weekly content and keep people really sucked in and interested. But they no one's ever done it. Uh, they they still do big, massive DLC packs in mm-hmm. World of Warcraft. And, um, and, and even, like, I say weekly, but in reality... 
I find that the wait between TV episodes for things like Fringe, waiting a week or two weeks when there's a stupid American holiday on, um, <laughs> they're, they're, that, that's too long. You know, I'm watching stuff on YouTube that's coming out daily, and, and that's like that's the regular schedule that I'm expecting well, now. And I, I get behind on, on the YouTube stuff, but I'm way ahead on TV. Ironically, and so unless you can find a way to make games and put out content every couple of days, Mm -hmm. then I don't think DLC is ever going to truly reach its true potential. Right. Now, ironically, the only publisher that I know of that is doing anything that even vaguely resembles that is for a game that both of us have issues with. And that is, and and this is partly because of the way the multiplayer works for it, but Mass Effect 3, they are putting out DLC on a much more regular basis. But of course, no, it's know. not even real stuff. That's, no, that's I understand just that, but you get the point. No, no, no. See, I mean, there is, there is one game that's doing it, and that's Minecraft. You know, every every week or so, there is a new version of Minecraft with new stuff. Right, but that's because um, that's not a traditional publisher, so they're writing code based on their interest. They're not following some godforsaken project manager's idea of what should be done. Well, that's fine. I don't care what the reasons are. I'm just saying that this potential is lost there right now. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And the problem with the problem you're going to have with Elder Scrolls Online is the same problem that you have with all the other MMOs. You know, you played what Star Wars: uh, The New Republic or the Old Republic, the uh, the MMO that came out, and you said what it was yeah. useful for like what twenty hours of gameplay, and then it was dead dull after that. Yeah, like once you've played the story section, the part with you know progressing through the plot points and making moral or non-moral decisions stuff like that. The classic Bioware thing, that was fun. But when, that, that's it. That's, that's all you get out of it. And the, they padded that out so much. Yeah, and that's all of all Elder Scrolls MMO is going to be. They're going to have the, the way that I heard, you know, I was listening to the, the other Skyrim podcast, and they, they went through the way that there was an announcement out that there were going to be three factions, and when you pick a character, you're only going to be able to play within the domain of one of the factions. You're not going to be able to travel to one of the other faction areas. So it's going to be open world, but only within the faction area you've picked. This is uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Right. So, But that's an interesting point. You're not going to be able to travel outside that faction. Um, then, that means that what they're trying to do is there's already, to my way of thinking, what that means is there's already a thought within the publisher, Bethesda, and, and Zenimax, that's how they're going to monetize. What they want is you to play long enough that you try each faction. So instead of putting the content in there right off the bat, where you're going to be able to travel all across the world and do whatever you want, they're going to say, oh, no, 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 you have to play this faction for however many hours that is, and then play faction two for however many hours that is, and then play faction number three for however many hours that is. And then to keep you hooked, every six months we're going to come out with some DLC to maybe bring you back to one of the factions. <laughs> uh, I, I quietly reserved about Elder Scrolls Online. I think that that we're going to have to wait and see. But I, I am. Well, are you going to try? I it? don't have my hopes up. Are you going to try it? I'm going to wait and see. Uh, I don't think you know. It's it's not like we've. It's not like Zoomcast is a podcast about the Elder Scrolls and everything Elder Scrolls and all Elder Scrolls news. It's. It's about playing the game, and yes. if that's not a game that we're going to enjoy, then there's no point doing that. No, the next game that we figure we know we're going to do a podcast about is going to Fallout be Fallout Fall, Fall 4. <clears throat> that's, the Fall one, 4. that's the one we know <laughs> no we're going to do a podcast about. 
And, no hesitation whatsoever. And on the off chance that Dragon Age 3 does not suck. It will suck. <laughs> I thought that you notice I said off chance. I, I fully expect suckage. <sighs> and Mass Effect 4 will suck too. Well, you already saw that they're switching studios for Mass Effect 4. It's going to be done by a different studio than, than was doing it. But to keep us all happy, they're going to make sure that we all know that Casey Hudson is still involved. You know, the, the one person that we wanted removed from the project right, is the, the guy who's still in charge and writing the stories. Right, the man who gave us the Yay. fuck you end. The guy who gave us the fuck you ending at the end, <laughs> the end of Mass Effect Three in the in the, the extended cut, cut that they gave us. His one sole addition to that, in addition to a little bit of glue to explain the the lost plot points, was oh, and by the way, you didn't like my other endings. Well, fuck off. <laughs> point where I want to take Casey Hudson out behind a shed somewhere and beat him a few times with a woodsman's axe. <laughs> this, this is oh the thing, God. right? Deus, Deus Ex Human Revolution had essentially the same endings as Mass Effect 3. Yeah, but for they Deus Ex it made anywhere sense. Anywhere really annoy me. It what? made sense for that. Deus Ex the whole thing No, 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 that's, that's was... not what I was going to get at, James. I mean, yeah. I, I, they could have done better endings, and I even found some reviews online where people were saying that those endings were kind of lame. That's not my issue. My issue, I mean, I, I was okay with the endings, but I, I also thought, okay, well, you know, that's the ending, that's the ending, fair enough. The problem was that Mass Effect 3 spent a year telling us how all of our decisions mm-hmm. up until now were going to make sense and matter, and then they didn't. Right. That's what, that was the hard well, thing. No, even about dumber than that, not more, like a month before it released, Hudson himself came out and said, it's not going to get to the end and you'll have choice A, B, and C. <laughs> and then, literally, you get to the end, and you're like, oh, my God, I have choice A, B, and C. Am I at a yeah, Chinese yeah. restaurant, and I'm being told, order from column A, B, or C? Apparently so. No, don't be silly. That's not A, B, C. That's one, two, or three. <laughs> yeah, it was just pathetic. I mean, the whole buildup was your choices are going to matter. And then you get to the end of it, and it's like, no, 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 no. We've decided that we had a story we wanted to tell, and, you know, take your choices and shove them. And, by the way... After you complained about our choices, we're going to come out with an extended cut where we're going to stick the middle finger up and tell you exactly what we thought about your criticism. There's a, there's a, fine, there's a fine craft to telling a story and forcing it down their throats. Yes, you aren't wrong. There should be more here. This is the point where the hotel Wi-Fi conspired to eliminate the rest of our recording. So, sorry, this is pretty much where our conversation ended. <laughs> <laughs>